Pizza, pizza, pizza time. The official pizza of the Shock Fantasy Podcast is 7th Avenue Pizza. This is soda-style thin crust at its absolute best. It's not that crappy thin crust. It's solid crust integrity here. Not too thick, not too thin. The sauce was derived from an ancient recipe passed down from the Norse gods. And the cheese, oh, 100% primo cheese on these pies. You can pick your toppings as well. There's your conventional pepperoni or sausage, but there's also five cheese, Mexican, meatball, and pepperoni. Even a bacon cheeseburger za for you. My favorite, though, is the Lucky 7. Italian sausage, pepperoni, beef, Canadian bacon, and three types of cheese. Dang it, my mouth is watering just talking about it. I might need to go fire up the oven and make myself one before the podcast. Find your 7th Avenue pizzas at High V, Cub Foods, Lunds and Byerly's, and Holiday Station stores. And go follow them on Twitter at 7th Avenue Pizza. Let them know Shock Fantasy steered you toward their amazing za. Ahoy, Shock Fantasy fans. This is Matt Harrison. And before the show begins, I have three jobs for you. First, please take a look at your phone and hit the subscribe button on the Shock Fantasy podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Second, wherever you're listening, give me a rating and a review for the show. If you include your Twitter handle in the review, we might send you something fun in the mail. We do that periodically. And third, if you haven't yet subscribed to the season pass of Shock Fantasy, you should. You get 365 days of the Shock Fantasy Super Dash, which gives you stats and info to set all of your weekly lineups, including DFS lineups. The redraft and dynasty trade value charts, so you never get taken to the cleaners in a trade. Our waiver wire content each week. The Super Bowl, Thanksgiving, and NFL draft prop bet games so you can make friendly wagers with your family and friends at the most important football gatherings and preseason cheat sheets for basically every kind of fantasy football imaginable. You'd be getting those for next year. Now, all of that curated color coded data comes to you for only $40 for a full year. That's 76.9 cents per week. But if you act now and use the promo code AirBear. You get the whole year for only 25 bucks. That's promo code AIRBEAR, A-I-R-B-E-A-R, for those of you who are brave spellers. Enter that at checkout and we'll knock off $15. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? <laughs> Welcome to the fantasy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. It's an early Thursday morning edition of the Shock Fantasy Podcast, so I'll speak in my smooth jazz voice. This is Matt Harrison. I'm here to preview tonight's Pittsburgh Steelers at Cleveland Browns game. As we do, mostly time Wednesday nights, but today it's Thursday morning. Yeah, smooth jazz. The Thursday night matchup is not smooth jazz, and it's not an offensive juggernaut here as the Steelers head into Cleveland to face the Browns. Both teams coming off embarrassing home losses last week. 
Both teams known for good defense. Both teams are led by caretaker quarterbacks until the next guy is ready or back from suspension. There's not a ton to like in this one, but I do have a couple of guys with starting grades. Let's start on the Pittsburgh side. Deontay Johnson, he gets an A- minus in this one. Chase Claypool gets a C-, minus, and you notice the minus grades, Charch. I wish I could recommend George Pickens here too, but he's only averaging three targets per game right now, and it doesn't seem like there's enough sad trombone ski to go around. The Browns have allowed three different wide receivers to top 80 yards and score, and score already this year. Two of those guys uh, topped 100 yards, as a matter of fact. So uh, there should be enough for Deontay Johnson to score here. Chase Claypool could get involved like he did in January of 2021, where he had three touchdowns in two games against the Browns. Pat Fryermuth gets a C plus. He's third amongst tight ends in the league in targets right now. And as my FFW fantasy football weekly counterpart, Brian Johnson says, it's truly the tight end wasteland right now. Let me read you the top 15 tight ends by targets right now. It's a very fun list. Tyler Higby, Mark Andrews, Pat Fryermuth, Tyler Conklin, Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, Hayden Hurst, Gerald Everett, TJ Hawkinson, Darren Waller, Dalton Schultz, Evan Engram, Juwan Johnson, Logan Thomas, Dallas Goddard is number 15. Notice the next guy on the list is Kyle Pitts at 16. Ugh. Even our good tight ends aren't good this year. So Pat Fryermuth is startable in every game until otherwise noticed. Najee Harris gets a B- minus in this one. Cleveland has only allowed an average of 57 rushing yards to running backs per game this year, and Najee looks like he's in a little bit of a funk himself. Uh, normally a guy with a first-round pedigree, he's you know getting A grades, B grades. This is a very low-end B grade, almost a C. He's just getting hit in the backfield a ton right now, uh, which is not good. His offensive line is horrible. He's only averaging 36 rushing yards per game. His three to four catches per game are nice, but we're just not getting that first-round return for Harris right now. Harris has scored in each of his prior two meetings with the Browns, though, so I guess that's the silver lining. The rest of the Steelers, including Mitch, the sad trombonski, they're all on the bench. On the Cleveland side, Nick Chubb is an A-minus grade. He scored thrice in two games and is averaging a cool 114 yards on the ground per game. The Steelers have held Chubb in check. Chubby checker? Are they the chubby checker? A few times throughout the past, but the floor is still 60 to 70 yards even in those games where Chubb was chubby checked. 60 to 70 yards would kind of suck, but it's not a complete weak killer for you. This current version of the Steelers is allowing 102 rushing yards per game to the position. So I think that there's work that Chubb can get done here. I think Kareem Hunt gets a C grade. Uh, he's getting about half the cherries of Cub, uh, Cub Chubb. Uh, he's still averaging 12 attempts per game, but he's not hugely involved in the passing game like we'd think. Uh, he's only averaging three targets per game. Chubb is averaging two targets per game. Uh, Hunt could still snag the touchdown that one of these guys will score, but on volume alone, he's not quite getting enough of it to rise higher than a solid C this week. Amari Cooper is the only other Brown to start. He'll get a volume C+. Plus. 
that's really it. The pass funnel is directed to Cooper. It's just a really weird shaped funnel. Not a lot of liquids coming through it. Still, last week, Brissett figured out where his bread was buttered and fed Cooper for 10 targets, nine receptions. Nine times. Nine times. 101 yards and a score. Minka Fitzpatrick is a scarier D-back option on his own to go against to go against Cooper this week than the entire Jets defensive backfield was at all. So Cooper just a C plus here. By the way, after 11 targets in week one, Donovan Peoples-Jones had one target and zero catches last week against the Jets. David Njoku is invisible. Jacoby Brissett isn't a guy you're starting while he's averaging 188 passing yards per game. It's just gross on the Brown side right now outside of those three guys. So that's it. It, I, it. it wasn't like a crazy long podcast, but you needed to know who to start in tonight's Thursday night football matchup. And hopefully next week's Thursday night game. I haven't looked that far ahead in the schedule, but hopefully it's a much more fun game. All right. Uh, I appreciate all of you listening to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. Give it a rating and a review. And if you haven't yet, uh, subscribe to... Uh, Shock Fantasy. Get a season pass. Uh, We got the Super Dash up. It can help you with basically all your lineup decisions in any leagues, even even in DFS contests. So uh, I think it's a very worthwhile add to your fantasy football week every year. All right. We'll talk to you later. Peace out.